When I first hit on Lady Dynamite, I watched, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, by the way. Oh, that's very kind of you to watch it even, because there's so much beautiful content out there. It's right? so fucking good. It is, un, it, blow, it truly blows. I, I had to watch the opening like four times, and then I made my husband, I was like, you don't understand, watch you're not going to believe this. No, you made me watch it too. You e- you texted me and said you have to watch this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, no, it's so good, and you're a genius. And I, I wish I had a better word than absurd. But uh, I love goon, <laughs> goon, goonie. I love how goonie your humor is. <laughs> goonie, we should incorporate goonie. <laughs> Um, so thank you so much though for being here. No, thank you for having me and I love to, it's fun. We're at, we're at a large dining table. If people, cause does, is everybody known here? Are you guys kind of like the, the morning zoo of the, yeah, they help out. That's awesome. They're the gallery. They're the gallery, peanut gallery. Okay. That's nice. That's nice to have a, um, responsive, kind faces. Well, the weird thing is, is that, you know, I, Sim and I started this, um, I ordered microphones off of Amazon Good and I was work. like, I'm going to start a relationship advice podcast and call it unqualified. Oh. And now we've sort of grown into a thing and we get people like you and you're yeah. suddenly talking to strangers with us. And um, Anna's been on my ass for three months now. Whenever uh, Lady Dynamite came out. Oh, well, I am... I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. And I'm so excited to to um, give unfiltered advice, even when people don't ask for it. <laughs> yes. And yes. We, we let ourselves off the hook because we're <laughs> unqualified. I just, I have this pressured speech sometimes as I get older to like go, I know what you should do. I have to tell you right now. And um, I have to stop myself sometimes from just telling everyone everything I think. Uh, it feels so good. It does. It does feel good. <laughs> There's like a, a release, uh, and then and they walk away. And you're famous, so they don't. <laughs> nobody gets to talk back to you. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. I got um, I I'm sure you. Yes, it's the the social media can have its uh, and also my father. I can call my dad and get some bad reviews. Uh, <laughs> honey, I, I don't understand. You know, I don't get it. But you know, it's not up to me. <clears throat> it seems like you're still, you know, invested where you need to make money. <clears throat> I try. I watched the show with your <clears throat> some friends, and we turned it off. Uh, but uh, you know. Uh, I think everyone was very proud. <laughs> okay. You get it. I mean, what are your parents? Are your parents, are they? Uh, they're, in, they're north of Seattle. Okay. And I feel like there's an odd similarity a little bit between uh, Minnesota and Washington State. Um, the dreary, a, a little dreary. Um, people wanting to be matter of fact. They don't want to like you know inflate your ego too much. You know, so um, my hair is very blonde. I feel like when I go back, you know, like um, um. But um, no, my I think it really. My mom 
I was fortunate enough to have parents that completely irrationally believed in me. Oh. Like to its to the kind of thing where like they would call the principal and be like, Maybe you should cast her as the lead. <laughs> you know, we know that she's short, but don't overlook her. She's been rehearsing for three months. Just don't overlook our little Ani. But you know what? That's good management. Absolutely. You know? Well, it, it, listen, it, it was amazing. But as a result, when I got um, Scary Movie, which is my first big job, um, my mom, um, I think that they really thought that my first job would be like Amelia Earhart or like Joan of Arc or like <laughs> I'm a nun and, in El Salvador. Yeah. yeah. Fighting Oscar. <laughs> yeah. My mom is always like, but they just don't know how dramatic you are. They just don't know. Um, which is so sweet. But but there is also the, I mean, I you know, she was, I, she, I don't think she told any of her friends, any of her friends about scary movies. She certainly didn't tell her parents like there was a bit of like yeah, this yeah. is how you're this is how you're gonna start <laughs> are you sure uh, you're yeah. getting sprayed on the ceiling with <laughs> semen <laughs> Ani oh, it's earthy <laughs> oh my god yes did your parents believe they're no. well they're slowly losing their hearing so I think their support goes up uh, <laughs> The harder it is to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> no, they're they're super sporty and they're also super busy. Like my mom's just like, honey, you know, whatever, you, good for you. And we are in Taiwan, <laughs> having a wonderful time because I'm in the Delta Sky Lounge and I just milled my million milers. <laughs> She's yeah no they are they're high like having a wonderful time so we're actually gonna go on a, a, have you ever done this gone on a cruise with your this. parents no I've never I don't know if I would be able to do that we're going on a cruise to Norway for two weeks with my parents my husband to and see I see the fjords see the fjords <laughs> and um I don't I think I, I I'm I'm excited but also a little terrified so um anyway I, I I'm I'm bringing a notebook. So oh, I can good. Write, write things down. Good. Things that happen in case they find my body. Will you, if I give you, if I get <laughs> when my parents are out. Anyways, uh, I've read too much noir, Norwegian noir. Uh, but yes, I, I, I'll let you know. I'll, it, it probably, it should be really fun. My parents are really fun. Are they Norwegian? In- <gasps> yeah, my mom is partly, uh, but you know, in the American way of being a mutt. Right. A number but of things. You were, you spent your childhood in Southern California and then moved to Duluth? No, I was born in a naval base and then my parents moved to Florida and then to Duluth. I grew up in Minnesota for 20, you know, first 21 years of my life. And I'm going back there to do a commencement speech, which I'm practicing tonight for the University of Minnesota. Wow. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the road out there is paved with hardships. <laughs> There's nothing you can't do if you don't set your mind to it. Lose yourself in the music the moment you want it. Never let it go. Oh, only get one shot. Not just, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's Mr. Eminem's. Um, <laughs> No, that would be – I would be terrified to write a commencement speech because 
really what other mess I mean what other message like just lay low hey don't take any risk guys it's actually <laughs> kind of a smarter pathway things can go to shit real yeah. fast yeah. <laughs> and don't burn those bridges with the pa- padres because... let's start thinking about the college debt y'all oh huh well that's actually the part of my speech when, when does this air hopefully it only I mean not um, I'm not sure when is your commencement it's, it's on the Sunday it's this Sunday. Yeah. You know, okay, you'll already have had. Oh my yeah. god, fantastic! I mean, not that it mattered. I have no one will be seeing my commencement speech. But uh, I, uh, yes, the hilarious part was that they asked me to do it, and they asked. Um, they said for no money, and. From what I understand, that I guess is something that colleges do. They say, oh, can you do this? You paid 80 grand to go here, whatever it is, 20 years ago. Now can you do this for free? So that's what my speech is all about, about getting lowballed, and that you've got... It's all about salary negotiation when you have a liberal arts degree. You go in there and you come back with 20 grand and then they say, what? And uh, they give you some passive aggressive email um, saying, we don't normally, we are a state funded institution and we have to be conservative with our resources. Uh, you weren't that way with the track, the $300 million track, and the uh, coach isn't living uh, check to check. Um, this is Jack, yeah. by the way. Hello, Jack. Jack, can you say hi to Maria? Hello, Jack. Hi. Hi. Can you say oh. hi, Maria? Hi. Hi. I like your glasses. Thank you. Those are all nice. Um, are you learning to, uh, do you read anything yet, Jack? No. No, not yet. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite book, though, that your parents read you? Yes. What is it? <laughs> I won't tell you. Okay, is I get it. Is that because you can't remember? Sometimes you say that when you can't remember things. That's okay. Is it Captain it, Underpants? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, honey, wait. <laughs> That's Mrs. Hannigan. Impression by my son, Jack Pratt. Uh, <laughs> we gotta go bathroom. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> bedroom. Um, I love you, honey. I love you. He keeps bringing the microphone into his face, and he keeps hitting his head with the microphone. But he's having fun. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh sorry. Um, oh, I didn't mean to choke you. Can you scoot under the table? Yeah, oh. let's grab some dinner. Oh, oh dinner. There's pizza in there. He's going underneath the table. That's more fun for a four-year-old. Underneath. Thanks, Jack. I love you. Bye, oh, Jack. look, Bye, he Jack. popped up on my side. Bye. Oh, I'm sorry. He's fine. He's a good guy. Bye, Jack. So okay, so you're. Di- I love. I love this beach of low quality. I, I just. Think, I think it's so funny, just because I, because that isn't. I, I am passionate about open book accounting. Like I just, if people are not paid the same, and especially comedy clubs, so there's no union, and so um, I try to tell everybody I'm working for what I make, and then you know show them the percentage of what I'm making compared to what they're making so they know my mindset of what's fair what's right. fair pay i mean that I, I like i love that kind of stuff i love uh not that i know what i'm talking about or that i have 
I haven't taken a certificate class in bookkeeping from Glendale Community College. I went to the first class, and then I couldn't make it. I made it two hours, and then I <laughs> fell over. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Married George. She's a great teacher. And everyone loves her, apparently, on the website. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like... Um, I like the uh, intricacies of small business ownership. <laughs> well, who doesn't, Maria? Who doesn't? Thank you so much. Um, Maria, can I ask you a personal question? Yes, of course. Um, uh, when were you last single? You don't have to really be no. specific. Um, okay, let me see. So it was four years ago. My husband and I have been together for four years. Both of us a record. Um, he's 53. I'm 46. I had never had a relationship over one year. He had never had one over three years. So when we met each other, we said, we are doing this because <laughs> clearly there is something wrong with us. You know, it's not the process. It's us. It's not the people. It's us. So, um... Yeah, we've gone to, we have a therapist, we go, we've gone to workshops, and um, and it's it, and it's super helpful. It's been really helpful, because oh, I was like, things that don't come to me naturally, like, um, um, like something like, oh, you don't have to take everything personally. <laughs> if somebody's cranky, or you can just let somebody be, and then, then you can talk again later like things I just and there's a reason I chose stand up for a job is that I like controlled communication uh, uh, through one volume and then uh, yeah I know when I get to speak and when I have to stop yes which relationships are not like that no and I, I like it has been it's been a learning curve for me simple things like if I can tell that Chris is like feeling a little testy or whatever, I love it when he goes for a run and I'll suggest it because it'll be like, okay, I know you, I, well, I want to talk shit out and I want to know, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Which is like the most annoying thing that I can't, but I can't help myself from saying it sometimes. What I need to remember is he just needs a little thing and then I'll get, and I need to work out my neediness privately or I'll, Call Maria. Yeah, do something else. Yeah, go uh, whatever you're going to do. Look at a clog online. That's what I do. Look at a laced clog. Put it in a bag and then, or a cart and then let it sit there for a couple of weeks. Take it out of the cart. Put it back in again. You don't you're, have to buy that clog. You're really fucking with clogs unlimited, man. Their inventory, they were counting on being able to sell that lace pair, dude. Fuck. I know. I'm so sorry. Fucking Maria, man. She's logged on again. She put it in the car, but she's not fucking checking out. How can we get her to sign the deal on this clog? Um... Um, okay, yes. so we, but we've come up with a deal breakers, which if you were single, okay. these would be thing deal breakers potentially. I, <laughs> as an older lady now, I feel like there is no deal breaker except somebody just not that into you, like not, <laughs> not, not wanting to do do the hustle, you know, not wanting to make the hustle to make it work. I seriously, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I feel like everyone has. Okay, there, go, there has goes a segment, would, by the way. Would, I know, totally. Well, okay, then let's change it to: Are any of these 
major red flag. Okay, okay, I love it. <laughs> Perfect. A good pivot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This is a new segment. Are any of these red flags for specially designed for Maria? Oh, I love it. Okay, number one. Mm-hmm. He wears slip-on shoes because he doesn't know how to tie his own shoes. Oh my God, that is no big deal. <laughs> Number one, that means he's TCB taking care of business. He's taking care of himself because he's got those slip-ons. He knows what his limits are. And and he's, and he's fucking honest. I can't tie my shoes. Well, you know, but he may have not told you. He may have not told you, but eventually that's going to come out. Even if it does, his he's being honest with himself. Yes. And that is so valuable. He's not wandering around. He wears lace clogs. He's not wandering around with, like, you know, sloppy shoelaces all over that he's tripping on. Yeah. Like, pretending to be someone pretending else. Pretending to be somebody else. And, man, I have dated some wealthy dudes who, like, seem like they got it all going on, you know, whatever – fancy, fancy pants. And then when you talk to them about what is actually going down in their lives with, you know, whether it's finances or personal or, you know, <laughs> ex-wives and stuff like that, it is a nightmare <laughs> of like, in terms of not accepting who they are or mistakes they've made, they're all mad all the time. And it's like, give me somebody who goes, this is exactly how much I own student loans. And um, <laughs> I smoke and I'm trying to stop what I can. And, you know, like, just tell, tell somebody who knows what is, that's all you want. Yeah. What the deal, you know, what their thing is and that they can, um, and, and that they're on board, like that they're willing to try. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, number two. That's my opinion. I like it. <laughs> he likes I it. didn't go to uh, graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> He likes to have sex wearing a pair of gray socks. He calls them his sex socks. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a sweetheart. Number one, he wants to have sex with you, okay? And um, that that is a, a great value. If he thinks you're sexy with his sexy socks on, Oh, my God. It was sex socks. Sorry, I don't mean to say that improperly. <laughs> Respect the sex socks. Um, I think uh, that's wonderful, especially if you, yeah, if he can express himself uh, physically and also has the, the confidence himself to say, no, these are my fucking sex socks, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. These None of these are, I think that, that I don't know. That That's my. I love it. I yes. love it. We did sort of, I don't know. We wanted to give you some. Extra weird ones. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Okay. He always wears a Bluetooth headset and answers by saying, Maria, 20 seconds, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the clarity, but he knows he only has 20 seconds. That's awesome. You know, because then it's like, oh, okay, I know what he's what he needs. Um, he only can handle that much. Um <laughs> 
I, you know, if now, of course, you know, with an addiction, like if somebody's addicted to the, like whatever it is, their business or, or drugs or alcohol or sexy sex, well, then that's a whole nother thing. I mean, that's, that's a hard, that's a hard one. Cause then it's hard to be in a relationship with somebody who's always like, if he always has his headset on and you can't ever have like a back and forth conversation. I'd okay. That, that, yeah. yeah. But, but if he says go 20 seconds and, <laughs> but other times we have times to chit chat and snuggle. Um, and he's got it. It's only on like eight hours a day. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Maria, 20 seconds, go. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> um, he recreates miniature versions of famous mass murder scenes. Okay. This is a hard one. Because I dated a guy who I then I rejected because he wrote um, some horror movies and I was not. I was not going into it because horror movies are scary. And, um, but now I look back and I think I was a real dumb dumb. Really? Um, yes. Because I think uh, that's an art form. And mm-hmm. uh, there are certain parts of me, you know, my creativity. There's just no way you're going to be on board with everything from somebody's creativity. Like, uh, especially like my friends. My friends, I, my friend Amy is always just like, she just kind of stares at me when I tell a joke sometimes. And like, like you're most – people who love you the most don't get you, you know? Yeah. So why why you can expect I'm to always – I'm with you. I'm compl- 100% with you. I think what you're saying is really wise. Like my husband is a hunter and that's something that I, I eat meat. I eat the meat that he harvests. But that drive is something that I'm very unfamiliar with. And I have to reconcile that within myself, that there's mysteries to him that I won't know. And that's part of the beauty of of the stuff. And yeah, and you don't I like I don't I don't want to expect any more of my partner than I any more or less than I would of a friend. Mm-hmm. So if my friends are kind of jacked up, which they are, <laughs> um like I mean, like, I love my friends. Uh, <laughs> my friend just got into a shoving match in a Ralph's uh, with an old, old racist white guy. And what? She's, she's told it on stage, so it's okay. It's my friend Jackie Keishan. She, um The guy was saying something horrifying, and she had just uh, was listening to Trump on the radio and was really pissed off and... And her her grandparents from the Armenian genocide, so they, all these feelings come up, and then she shoved this eighty five year old wow. man. But you know, like that would frighten me. Like that's kind of or uh, might scare me. But when it's my friends, I go, oh yeah, everybody does weird things. Um, or I've been myself. I've been in a psych ward uh, several times, and uh, I'm okay, or I I feel yeah. good about myself. So. No, why I'm I, super fucked up. Yeah. Why would I expect any more or less from a boyfriend? Like if if I have a boyfriend who doesn't show up or shows up super late or doesn't call, you know, it's like, well, my friends always call and they always, you know, like, yeah, I like the idea of like, they're just, it's a friend, you know? What I didn't tell you guys when we were coming up with this list was that I was in the process a few years ago of recreating um, a 
an axe murder scene, like a, a campsite, <laughs> and it started, you know those miniature tents you can get at REI? Like, you can't get them. In fact, I had to, like, track, I had to buy one on eBay for, like, 200 bucks. Like, just the miniature tent, the sample tent. So you oh, know sample what it, tiny tent. So you, it's the sample tiny tent. I had a man with an axe, and I was, like, working on, you know, but then I got too lazy. So I am this person. Oh, that's awesome. And I hope that I'm lovable. Of course. Like a campsite murder It's very attack. endearing. It's endearing. No. I, and I want to start a camp. <gasps> Maybe this is the thing. What if I want to start a camp because somewhere inside me, I want to have some kind of horror thing happen. I'm not going to go as far as to say that I want to come after anybody, but you know, some, somebody's got to be the bad guy. But a Somebody's li- got to do it. <laughs> but a live action I'm unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great idea like a haunted house come camp. to my camp uh, you know what i get you could be so a counselor scared. i could definitely be if i could be one of the people who had the control where i come out with the with the um the you're gonna be a murder with wood me? chipper yeah like oh, that we would I'd be, be totally on board with that. <laughs> you're my wood chipper i could come out with a wood chipper she you volunteered the yes. the chipping thank you <laughs> It's not the prettiest job. God bless you. I don't mind. Maria. You know, whatever we have to put in there. No, what would that be? That would be like, uh, what red? I guess it would be meats, like hamburger meat we put no, in there. No, 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 no. We got plenty of healthy campers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would definitely, I would participate in that. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't want to be going through it though, that because that you is too scary. You could leave the scary. arts and crafts oh um, center, <laughs> you know. Sim, what would you lead? Uh, I'm going to be the uh, the capture the flag guy. There's you have to have double duty. We can't. Our camp is a little bit poor. We can't have just capture the flag guy who works well, like, fine, like two all, hours all, a day. All PE. No, you cannot be assigned to all PE. I don't trust your athletic ability. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> Sorry. It, I'm willing to concede one or two activities or maybe three or four, but okay. not all. Because you don't go in the water. Swimming. No, you you don't go in the water. That's true, I don't. Boating? Oh, but you could do swimming. Yes, you could be the sail. That's an elite. Sailing. You could totally. That's You're from Long Island. Yeah, yes, sailing. Sailing. Perfect. Sailing I don't captured. know how to sail, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> One person, has there ever been an aquatic haunted house where, like, you're put a buddy, swimmer buddy, and, like, they try to drown you? I mean, in a fun way? Wait a minute. Like, it's a haunted, aquatic haunted house. You mean aquatic horror movie? Yeah, but no, 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 no. Like, like you'd go out into a lake and, like, scary things happen to you. For, for You pay for it, like Halloween. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should totally have our campers pay. <laughs> yes, People pay to get scared. We're getting money on this, That's right? Really <laughs> People freaking. pay to get scared. People is that, is that the scared. tagline? People, you better fucking pay to get scared. <laughs> oh, escape rooms, well, yes. Oh, really? Oh, really? And you go for a weekend, <gasps> and people just scare the shit out of you like you're in a horror movie. Oh, I actually, it's happening. Really? Can, I, can sounds, I say? And they're like poor blood. But I don't think they've done the aquatic type swimming thing. That we got it. We, we yeah, incorporate the the, the, yeah. Yeah. the aquatic <laughs> the lake. We should retreat. We gotta have the lake. Oh, I'd lo- that would be fun. And if you had the yeah, like somebody scubanizing be- beneath the dark uh, the dock yeah. and like grabbing your legs <laughs> and. I think that I would come back a healthier person if I went to that camp. (laughs) 
I think I need to be really scared. Okay. I think because I'm, I feel like I'm a really anxious person and I feel like if I got scared like multiple times rapidly, it would be like, you know, kind of being like shock therapy treatment. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. And then what if I got, what if I got all the anxiety scared out of me? Back. Yes. Yes. Or I could be the care- killer and scared the scare and that would that wouldn't be work. a relief. No one will no. buy that. Oh, Sim. Come on. What the fuck? I could be Amelia Earhart. I can be the killer. I could be Joan of Arc. Fuck you. I'm calling my parents. They're going to talk to you, mister. I can be whatever the hell I want. Okay. okay. All right. You talked me into it. <laughs> um, Thanks, Maria. Don't you agree? Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. I mean, I think we can all. I think we can all be what we. <laughs> I mean, it's the commencement anyways, speech. Exactly. I don't. What, what? Are there any other deal breakers? Yeah. Sorry. No. 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 Um, he plays the cello with his feet. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as, you know what, yeah, uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I can accept anything. I think, because there was one thing with my <laughs> beloved, um, he loved reggae. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. But you know what you do? You embrace, you embrace it. Embrace that which disgusts you. Uh-huh. And not that I, it was just sort of like, I remembered reggae from college where it was all these rich white kids uh, vomiting. That's basically <laughs> what I got from reggae. And it turns out it's based on a political movement uh, from the island nations that were colonized by the British. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot more interesting uh, reggae lyrics that I could have learned. So, uh, yeah, it's not all about red, red wine. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but th- th- I started learning more about it. And now I'm more, uh, definitely more accepting uh, of it. And, yeah, but but that was another thing, or at least a friend of mine told me, is that irritation is a sign of intimacy. When you get irritated with somebody, it means you're getting closer. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because they're well, spending enough time with each other. Because it happens with friends, but friends in Los Angeles, you don't see them long enough that's true. To, to have that's a good irritation. Point. You can just go, oh, I live but in Marina like- Del Rey. I have to go. <laughs> 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 but but irritation is different from like true frustration like or like has a sli- undercurrent of charm. Like somebody um, maybe not taking out the garbage is when you ask them to the night before and they, you know, then, then it's like you're irritated. But I guess if there's something bigger, you know, like – um, they got a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> That's frustrating. Yeah. That's more frustrating. Well, like, obviously. Less irritation, more frustration. The deal, yeah. or the, the, the true deal breakers are, like, mass, you know, like, addiction and, like, uh, abuse. I've been in an abusive relationship where my, uh, <laughs> it's not laughing, but, you know, somebody tries to push you out of a car while it's moving or tries to control your movements or, you know, like, says things like, hey, babe, I just want to let you know I would never hit you. You're going to be getting a beat Whoa. down. Uh, brace for Damn. impact. Papa's coming home. Damn. Like, yeah, like I mean, not I. Uh, I got got out of that because friends and family staged an intervention, and we're like, because uh, he was so, you know, like uh, I mean, it's just like all those stories from Lifetime. The person is super charming, right. lots of fun, mm-hmm. super, you know, um, just like me. I'm fun. That's amazing that your friends and family came together. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's hilarious. what was so embarrassing, or at least I always find embarrassing, is like, you think, well, I, at least I have this pride of being educated. Like, I'm educated. 
So I think I would, I have an BA in creative writing, so I think I'd know how to avoid <laughs> being hit across the face. <laughs> but um, oh turns God. out, then it's like, you. I mean, oh. yeah, that it, uh, it, we didn't get into physical altercations, it never got that bad, but it was like, it just more and more uh, it's frightening. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it starts small, and then it's then it's like you can't hang out with your friends. What? Uh, but. We talk about that on the on the podcast, like a little bit of like um, uh, the idea if of um, somebody isolating, you know, and isolating how that that's yeah. that's a form of abuse that comes on sometimes subtly in a way that you know you might not. Then suddenly you you know you're not being. You're not seeing anybody anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, you guys probably, you've already covered that. I do think the visual of somebody playing cello with their feet, <laughs> I think it would require almost like you're, you would have to have no knees, right? You it's, wouldn't, you would have to be like. It's a spectacular feat. <laughs> well, I mean, because right, you have to that. wrap your legs and hold in one foot mm-hmm. the wand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wand? Is that what it's called? Wand. The wand. The, the bow? I think it's called a bow. <laughs> Fuck you. It's a wand in my hand, in my foot. That's right. Yeah, he not only plays the cello with his feet, but he calls his bow a wand. And he says, Maria, will you please wax my wand? <laughs> well, I think it's just like anything. If, if he's like showboating about it, <laughs> then... Well, well, that's not cool. Like I don't know, but but even so, everyone get, everyone likes to showboat every once in a while. Let them showboat. I um, I love it. I, no deal breaker. I'm no un- deal breaker. None of them. None of none, them really are. Nothing, nothing. We a little bit with the Maria twenty seconds go, but that was mostly because of the Bluetooth. Just the fear of lack of communication. If you could, if he was always on it, yeah, then that 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 might be hard. But um. But if he was just telling me that every once in a while, because it's what he needs. Have you ever been on a... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for telling me what you need with your words. (laughs) Thank you. I don't have to figure it out. Who's that woman? What's Uh, her name? That's a... Uh, you know, a lady. Professional lady. lady. (laughs) I like... I, I really love the idea of... When I first moved to L.A., what one of the things that I sort of noticed and I wasn't able to sort of put it into words until later, but the idea of like the self describer, um, I'm really creative, just like what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. <laughs> um, I have a lot of different interests. I'm very passionate. I'm re- like, I, like I will tell you directly to your face. Oh God. <laughs> like, you mean what you're I'm, horrible. <laughs> But that's because I'm a Sag. Exactly. I have always, no, I have literally always been drawn to trees. I love, I just, it's, they represent Earth. I, well, I, I liked L.A. because of the, the passive aggressiveness. Like, it does remind me of the Midwest, where it's like, even if people people are pleasant, even if they don't mean what they say, like even if I never see somebody again, they're like, "You're fantastic! You're amazing! You are so talented!" And I cannot remember your name. You know what? 
the hot dogs are for principal talent only. <laughs> the background extra hot dogs are 2,000 yards away behind two warehouses and a truck that's on. <laughs> a semi that is running. That's where the, the background extra hot dogs are. The same exact hot dogs. <laughs> But I, I prefer that to the, like New York people just will be mediate to your face, which can be a relief, I guess. At least you know where you stand. But I would rather not know where I stand. I'd rather <laughs> live in darkness, <laughs> thinking that I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh, I love you. I do. What are we? Are we going to do? Well, a we, break? we could do the game, but I'm thinking because you have a show tonight, okay, we yes, should get yeah. to the callers, or we can do a five minute break and then get to the callers. Okay, sounds, sounds great. good. Sounds okay. Great. Perfect. Bamford, and she's so fucking funny, and we're just—we're having the best time with Maria. A lot of if, fun. You, if you don't know, I'm a comedian. <laughs> um, we talked about abuse. Oh God, we've tons shoelaces. Oh my goodness! I'm, I'm so excited to hear what your question is, so that I can ramble on. Well, Tiffany, tell us about your husband's career plans. Oh, so okay, so he has always dreamt of being an actor. That's like his dream job. He loves to entertain people and he's done a couple of films for fun with friends and he always loves it. And, um, you know, we have a four month old baby and so it's a little complicated now, but that's like his, that would be his dream thing is to go to LA and be an actor. Oh, he, he wants to go to LA. Like he's ready to pack up the entire family. And move to LA to try it out. And w- w- like, what right. kind of is that? Is that financially feasible at all for you guys, or is it not really? But I mean, we I'm sure we can make it happen. But of course, like you know, that's my fear is 
the financial thing and also just insecurities I have about him being an actor too. What What are your fears about him being an actor? I, you know, I'm definitely a very jealous person. So like for, if he ever was to make it and be in, you know, productions with, um, you know, wonderful, amazing, sexy women, then I'd be like, ah. He would have to book a role first. And if he does that, that's amazing. You can cross that bridge later. But there's a big, I mean. That's a fun sort of uh, role-playing activity in bed, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I think it isn't anything you have to worry about at this given moment or even like, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, I think... Not even close. And uh, Yeah, and, and also, uh, um, that could happen no matter what job he has. He could work with some hot piece of yeah, uh, cinnamon yeah. roll, and it, it might be freaky. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even, it, uh, yeah, the, uh, acting, what I found, and I've only started a year ago, but what I found about kissing other strangers, and I've kissed other strangers is that you don't, it's just like, um, it's like kissing a piece of meat. Sometimes I think it's like (laughs) kissing a clam. Yeah. Like, you know, it's wet. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. A little moist. Well, just just in the sense that it's so clinical. Yeah. And um, and it, it it's, you know, there's a gazillion people standing around you and, you know, it, it's, it isn't, it isn't, um, it's, it's, it's work. Um, you have to do it over and over and over again. And it's kind of not, it's kind of disgusting in that people have eaten lunch and it doesn't, they don't, they smell like garlic. It, yeah. <laughs> and at both part, both party members are, you can't help but be concerned about the way you're kissing, the way you're looking as you're kissing. Like, does is this too much? You, like you're so focused about. I at least I am in my kissing scenes. Like I'm, I'm so worried about. Am I doing this right? That I, I don't have room in my brain for like lust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cold. There, that's, that's good to hear, though. Yeah, it's there's so much else going on. I was actually just did a nude scene in this in my um. TV show. I'm full naked. What? And uh, because I wanted to do a funny scene where a lady was naked and my husband was there at the shoot. And it was really wonderful and supportive to have him there. And to and he he's an, a fellow artist. He's not a, you know, a, a, yeah, but he was just, he, he has always painted uh, for as a painter, t- painted uh, naked ladies. And, um, yeah, it's not oh, even about wow. that. It's about the human form. You know, yeah. it's not really. But anyways, yeah. Tiffany, I do think that we we sort of jumped ahead of ourselves yes. here. All yes, of I'm us. sorry. But I think um, I think that he, you know, he's he you're married. You have a kid. I'm all for pursuing a dream. Um, and I don't want him to resent you for. Um, you know, if he has regrets about, um, but uh, how old is he again? Do you mind me asking? I know I hate to ask that because it isn't, we're in, but we're an ageist town. No, it's okay. He is 28. Well, still young, uh, but, but I think that what he has to do, he, in my opinion, with a four month old moving to LA with very little resource 
is an incredibly difficult thing. It's the worst to do idea ever, and will cause a lot of strain in your relationship. Um, so I think that he needs to be more proactive where he is right now. That like theater, like stuff he can do at night. Um, and maybe research, like come down to LA for a weekend, like see what it's even like, you know, see what it's like to be here. Um, like, because sometimes you find out more about a dream and you're like, oh, like this is the kind of apartment I would live in if we could afford this place. Or I'd have to sleep on somebody's couch for three months till the baby could come. I mean, it's, yeah, once it gets yeah. real. And, um, and yeah. year, months and years of potential rejection, you know? I mean, that's, that we... I know we're sounding really discouraging. I know, and I don't mean to. But it's the truth. No, no, not at all. It's good to know because he's always wondered this as well. You know, he's always wondered, if, is it even worth it? Because he he understands that. He knows that it it, it is a very hard thing to do and sometimes take, you know, because of rejections and it takes a long time and all that kind of stuff. So I totally get that. And I think that's why he's also just, you know, not pursued it as well as, you know, trying to think of me and then now our, our baby. But at the same time, I can tell like every time he like does something for fun with his friends or he sees like a movie he really loves like he's like man I wish I could be an actor like that would be so amazing and he even set up a profile for himself at one point because my friend she used to do film and so she she knew knows the sites and everything and she, he even set himself up her profile and he was getting a lot of like hits to do like short films and all that kind of stuff um, but I think, I feel like because of me, he hasn't pursued it further because I've, I've always been like, no, <laughs> no, don't, don't but, blame yourself. Like people make their own choices. Like, I think it, it that that's one thing I, our therapist always tells us like, it's your, your, it's both your issues. If it's a problem for somebody like his acting is, is now it's a team effort. Like, so you guys can deal with it together. I mean, that's kind of the awesome thing about marriage is like, well, what can he do where he is? Like, what could bloom where you're planted? Like, the web is so awesome where you can make your own stuff, put it out there, make your own weird web series. Um, That's what he should and, be doing. And, you're right. And acting classes and, and you know, or just being sure. proactive. He, he needs with, to be prepared. He needs to yeah. do the work. And you can't just move down and expect to get auditions or find an agent. There's a lot of work required. There's a lot of work. Or, yeah, and just make your own thing because it sounds like he's. that's the thing that makes him happiest is making stuff. So just make something. Keep making stuff. But And also, no, Tiffany um, – you know, with a four-month-old, you guys have just been – your life has been completely tidal-waved. And so – your lives, I should say. But uh, – so I think that people tend to find themselves suddenly trapped after a baby. And so he may be expressing this now more than usual um, because he's like, oh, I have to be an adult and this is a lot. And Because it, it is a lot. It's a whole lot. You have – uh, you know. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So keep that in mind as he's like planning an escape. I mean, you know, an escape with you guys, but like. Oh, my gosh. I just had this idea. What? That you guys could do 
like a three-person soap opera with yourself, with your iPhone, with starring your baby, where your this. baby is like... The killer. Is like the killer. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like a mystery. The baby's the killer, and like you got... Shit, you, you gave it away. You pay, Well... Okay. Okay, but yeah. Okay, yeah, baby's yeah. the killer. Yeah, deadline baby. And then like, yeah, and that's all stuff you can... And the, you know, the baby's like asleep and it's like, oh, he's, you know, we can finally get things done. You know, <laughs> I can take a shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the baby is, the, the baby. Did you hear that? Yeah. So exciting. Did you hear that? What, what? Was it the crib? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the crib. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, I'm, I'm so excited for you and your new, um, your baby mystery show. <laughs> um, no, but. I, let's, let's give her some final advice here. I, 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 it's, it's really hard to be in the position of discouraging anybody because you don't want your partner to resent you. But my opinion on this is that he, he needs to stay, he, he should stay, you guys should stay local and do, there is so, you can, there is so much to do now, the way content is created, that you can, you don't have to be in LA to learn um, to learn a lot. It's so true. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. You have an iPhone. And, exactly and what that's you said. What, and that's what people in LA are doing is like creating their own content, making stuff. And then it's like, then, you know, things get, I mean, I, I did a web series of 20 episodes and that's basically, or, or on some level, like uh, built my career and, and, you know, with a lot of other things, but, uh, you know, I've been able to make a, a good living. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, giantly famous, but, uh, I can make a living and and that's good but Ellie it's it, it is extremely like I don't think it's the answer to creative fulfillment for sure. <laughs> like, I, you know, I I spent yeah, I I I spent 12 years in Seattle acting before I moved down here and that wasn't the path to like being able to necessarily make a living as an actor up there, but it gave me essential training whether that was learning how to deal with rejection, learning how to audition, which is very different than actually, you know, being part of a production. There's a lot to learn locally. And, um, and that gave me that, all that, all that, all those tools, all that hardship and, and, and climbing up slowly in, in the Seattle theater community gave me what I needed to, um, the experience that I needed in order to, to move to LA. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, and, and I think that that's, I got the notable scary movie. <laughs> My mom is so You proud. put in the work first. Right. And I, so anyway, I think that that's, I would gently encourage your husband. Does that sound good? No, that's great. That's great feedback because, um, I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on in San Francisco a exactly. lot of times. So, exactly. yeah, it's, not, it's not like you're yeah. right. out in the middle of nowhere at and, all. And virtual reality. Yeah. Oh my God. You Okay. You're going to have an ongoing series with your baby. It's a <laughs> VR virtual reality <laughs> series. And it's like your baby's like the, the, yeah, is the murderer. And it is so scary and people love it. And your husband gets to play all the parts. <laughs> And you can play a part if you want, or you could just be the executive producer and just sell merch on the side. I love it. I love it. That's great. We're going to do it. Good, good. Excellent. Tiffany, thank you Thanks, so much. Tiffany. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. I love you. Love you. Uh, bye. I know. It's a tough 
It's a tough but easy thing to say. Yeah, and I like saying it, but it makes people uncomfortable. Wait, when you say I love you, I love because of the pause afterwards. Because Because it's an intimate thing to say. Usually, you say that to somebody when you're like staring them deep, when you know them. (laughs) (laughs) But I have a deep, I have have a deep love and appreciation for our listeners. They're the best. We have the best, best. Listeners, oh, um, we're gonna call awesome. one right now. Actually, oh our last, God, our last so caller, our last listener. Her name is Liana, and she is she's in Montreal, and she's thirty. Hello, Liana. It's Sim. Hi, Sim. Hi, Liana. It's Anna. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, Anna? Good, 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 good. And we're here with the brilliant Maria Bamford. She's a genius. And Maria, by the way, I should say this first, Maria, before you say hi. Uh, you have a you you have a Netflix special out right now. Yeah, called Old Baby. Um, so I'm, I'm promoting and I that just to you. It, Did you? Oh, thank. <laughs> What'd you thank think? God. It was hilarious, wasn't it? Yeah, it was super funny, and I've um, I'd forgotten, but I'd seen the previous Netflix special. And oh my god, on Arrested Development, just you I, have I'm to sure check out Lady Dynamite you, if you haven't already. Lady Dynamite uh, is no, unreal. I haven't. I'm gonna write that down. Like an old person, I like to write things down. <laughs> I that's how I became familiar with Maria when I finally learned how to my what my husband's Netflix passcode was, <laughs> and. <laughs> I clicked on Lady Dynamite and I just had an instant obsession. And here she is in my house. I can't wait until you hear this podcast, Liana. Oh my God, this is hysterical. You're going to be laughing throughout. I'm probably going to die. Well, yeah, I'm glad you gave me a warning because I'm probably going to pee my pants. So thanks for letting me know. Definitely. (laughs) Um, So Liana, tell us about this package that was delivered to your house. Oh. Uh, Yeah, so a few months back, so probably after Black Friday sale time, um, I received a package at my at my front door that I had to sign for and there were customs to pay because it was a package from the States and it came through to Canada. So I had to pay customs for it. So I gave the guy my credit card and while he's um, passing it through, I happened to notice the name on the, the package, like the sender. And the sender is, happens to be this, um, this jeweler this artist from, um, I believe it's Seattle. But anyway, um, it's this jeweler that I had put on a list of uh, potential engagement rings for my boyfriend to click on. So that way there's literally zero work to do, just like point and click and then pick the one that you want. And I just, each one even had notes like, this is why I like this one. And this is why I like this one and buy it in this size and this oh. finish and all that stuff. So like, whenever it comes to buying gifts, he really freaks out. Even if it comes to buying the same gift card he buys every year for his dad, for some reason, just like buying things for other people is a really big deal. So I just kind of like take charge of that since it's been such a long time we've been together. It just, I know that's how he works and it just makes it easier on him. And that way I don't have to deal with him being like a meltdown all the time. So to sum up, um, the envelope came. I put it on my boyfriend's desk and I was just like, oh, hey, babe, uh, you got something in the mail. Fake customs on it. I just left it on your desk and I left it at that. Didn't say anything else. And I didn't say anything to anybody. And I tried to put it out of my mind. And like, hopefully that because I didn't inspect the envelope. I was thinking maybe I just kind of invented it. It was a similar name. Who knows? Whatever. 
So um, just the other day I was cleaning up and I was putting some stuff away and I opened uh, the drawer to the side table and I just threw some stuff in and I noticed the envelope is there and it's ripped open and right next to it is a little like business card that has a picture of a ring on it. And I'm like, well, <laughs> could you view a little more subtle where if you're hiding places, maybe not put it someplace that's so easily accessible. But anyway, like there, the box is there and everything. And so now I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, um, what the fuck? And um, also like, I'm dying because we've been together. Well, we've been friends for about 10 years now. So now all of our friends are mutual friends and, Everybody that I know, he's known longer. So obviously their loyalties are to him. So there's nobody that I can talk to about this. And I've been freaking out all on my own because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, am I supposed to act like I don't know? And you would say this would be very happy, right? Obviously, right? You would be. Oh, yes, of course. This is totally expected. Um, It's actually, you know, we've been together for seven years now and we've known each other for almost 10 years and we've already talked in detail about how we would want to get married and like engagements and stuff like that. Oh, you found a file too, right? What about that file you found on his computer? That was the other thing I was going to say. So I walked into the the room the other day where he has his computer where when he works at home and um, he had like a Google Docs page open with a bunch of files and one of them was called wedding planner and as soon as I walked into the room so I started talking to him and he didn't notice at first and then like within seconds he closed it as if like he was trying to hide porn from me or something like it's something really bad that I shouldn't have seen and I'm just like um it's not just you know wedding ideas or wedding budget or wedding plan so I'm like a planner what is happening so now of course because I have you know, my own neuroses. I'm just sitting here like with my insomnia late at night thinking about it like, oh my God, is he planning a secret wedding? I don't want a surprise wedding. Am I supposed to act surprised? Uh, I don't know what to do. And yeah, I've just been freaking <laughs> out well, okay. about this really big secret. Uh, when Chris was like, we had, when he, we talked about getting married, you know, we were living together and, um, um, one day I found a bag from a jewel drawer on his the this one that I liked on the floor of his truck, and so I knew I knew something okay. was coming. I knew something was coming, but it took months. It took months, and apparently we all went to Italy. Like my family um, took all of us to Italy, and uh, and apparently That's he so lugged beautiful. it. It was awesome, but he lugged it all around Italy. Hung on to it for a couple more months, and so I—I I think I was—I think I knew for like seven months, and so finally he asked oh me on God. my birthday, and he told me later on. I was—I told, I confessed. I was like, because he was like, you knew this was coming. I, I know like, I'm totally gonna confess when it finally comes down yeah. to it, because to be honest, I've actually been kind of an asshole about it because. First of all, I have a really good poker Liana, face why? at lying. So <laughs> every once in a while, um, I'll just like drop these hints about like, oh, people getting married or like engagements or whatever. And I just like stare him down like a predator and wait. Till oh, you're mean. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 
I, I'm a beast. Like I, I have to, I just, and I'm, and I don't flinch. Like I just, I would be scared to plan a surprise wedding for, <laughs> but the thing is like, I bring I don't it think up he's... in the context that I'm like being a sarcastic right. joke. No, he, I'm sure he can never tell totally if I'm serious or not. And then I just kind of like shrug it off as if I said nothing. And like, I move on and then I look like peripherally and he's kind of like squirming in his seat and I kind of enjoy it because you know it's that whole cat and mouse oh totally thing, relish the same this time, time. yeah no course, I mean it I mean it I'm, I don't want to be a total monster about it but at the same time I, I'm I am enjoying having and, fun yeah and it. listen and listen let him have his moment too you know like I know if even if a couple months pass and nothing happens um resist the temptation to like show your hand at all because it, for your own happiness too, if you if you know let let him sort of create the surprise for you, you know exactly. And that is so nice. Yeah, to let somebody have right. the opportunity yeah. to surprise you. Yeah, because he can't wait to do this. He's been planning this for months right. now. It's always like with a surprise. It, it must party. be even longer than that, you know, because I we've talked about it for years already. Because because we've known each other for so, so long. And I mean, I definitely don't want to like steal his thunder or like ruin the surprise, but I know that I'm totally like, I don't know. This is going to be one of the biggest tests of your life because here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I'm going to tell you to sit on this like you've never sat before and don't say anything to any of your friends any oh, family members no intention to do not and my and my parents have acted a little weird sometimes too around everybody me, so like, knows they're all listen yeah. everyone is super stoked okay but here you you have to give them this you are going to be an actress and you're going to everyone's going to be so happy normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Like, what do you think this file means? Like, I don't. I, you nothing. know what? He's I doing research. I, I I'm sure he's an organized think, person. Yeah. He's been doing some research on the internet, and he's putting like I wouldn't putting like articles some, or whatever inside a yeah. folder, so he knows that when the time comes. I mean, every guy will do that. He's just yeah. an organized guy. I his bet. His ideas. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. think, Which is going to be so sweet when you see his ideas of yeah. like what he wants to do. I <laughs> yeah, mean, that's yeah, so yeah. nice. I mean, the, yeah. I, the, I that's I wouldn't jump to the idea of surprise wedding necessarily. Um, even though I personally think that would be my that would be my dream. Wait, if someone surprised you? Oh my god, that would. I be, hate yeah. surprise parties. I thought you hated surprises, but I hate weddings more. Weddings, the planning of weddings is so <laughs> stressful. Yes, Yet you want to be an ordained minister, but you hate weddings. No, I don't hate weddings. I hate wedding planning. Oh, you hate wedding planning. 
I really want to keep it small and like intimate with really just close, close family. And my family knows that because like I have health issues, like I suffer from chronic migraines. So um, it's really hard for me to do like big parties and things like that uh, because I'm just not going to feel well. So they know that when it comes time for something like that, it's going to be small, it's going to be low key, and it's going to be not what they expect. So it's going to be wonderful. I'm, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure he knows that about you, especially, you know, like, and, and you know, the thing about him giving gifts that he's, he's super anxious about it. So it's okay. It's okay. And he'll, uh, that's it. It's awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. If you can, I can't believe I'm talking to you guys right now. Yeah. This is so surreal. <laughs> Well, I think it's really nice to hear a, like a, a great love story. I'm really happy for you guys. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you can um, do your like try your hardest to um, act surprised to, to just keep this to yourself. And, and what about act surprised? She has to act surprised. I, yeah, yeah. And how long do I have to how long do I wait? after the fact before I can now that, that you've now I've that you've, known for like a thousand years. Okay, now that now that you've told me a little more, my vote would be to never tell him. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Oh, I, I would tell him. I think really? it's cuz then you're friends. Well, because friends. here's the thing is that the all like every if the parents are acting weird, everybody kind of knows and they're going to be so happy for that moment and if they hear the story that like she kind of knew it'll diminish something for them i mean if you want to liana i yeah. but it's your call but i don't know i'm, I'm at a place where i don't well i kind of feel like they might know because at one point he mentioned that if ever well once the time comes that he would ask my dad's permission which is really old fashioned and we're not old fashioned people but he knew that it would be like a gesture that my dad would basically get all, all verklempt, you know, because we're Jewish. So <laughs> we get all emotional about and that he would really be accepted by the family because, you know, he's not Jewish. And um, that can be an issue for some parts of the family, but um, everybody's met him and everybody loves him. And that's the other thing. Um, I'm going out to visit my family in Vancouver this summer and he's staying behind because he has a conference to do. And um, we were talking about maybe him coming out to join me after the fact. And, you know, one of the things I kept mentioning to him is that my grandmother is not going to be around forever. You know, oh, if only Bubby could live to see me, you know, with you. She just wants to know we're happy to get. I'm really good at the guilt. <laughs> yeah, thing. I know. You know, it's, it's, like it's, I'm, I'm if, wow. it, you know, if you've said it once, he's heard it. You know, like you just say it once and people people hear that kind of stuff. Like it, he, he knows. Yes. He knows, especially if you said it more than once, then for sure he knows. <laughs> Uh, but um, I, I'm not a romantic person, so I'm all about telling telling everybody everything. So I, I t- like I, my husband and I, we both knew we were going to get engaged, and we got engaged in front of my parents. My he got down on one knee and asked my parents, I love that. in front which, of your parents. Oh, That's yeah, so sweet. yeah, yeah. Which was so That's it, beautiful. Whatever way you do it, it's it's great. You know, whatever way, it's it's. I awesome. actually think it's. I think I, I'm all. I'm not about this. Like I have a whole thing with. I don't understand why engagements are surprises. It feels like total entrapment, yeah, but I exactly. do understand. I've already, I've already, like, I've already specified though that if he does it in public, like with a big screen TV, I will flat out say no. If he puts it in food, I will say no. Like, oh. I don't like. There were <laughs> some very basic rules Specifics. that are like more common Whoa. sense rules. 
that are kind of it's more of a joke but okay <laughs> good like don't do these stupid things please you know? oh, what would be the, what would be the acceptable thing what, what? Wait, so would well, you really honestly, i'm she would really say like no as a joke and like crush wait, him. Wait, but wait, no, seriously though, what, well, Liana? Ha- what would if be it your... happens? Like, yeah, what Sorry? would be your what would be your dream engagement thing? Oh yeah, that's a good question. What's um, your dream? Honestly, i i th- I think I probably thought about it when I was a lot younger, but the importance of engagement and the reason that I want to be engaged have changed so much over the past like ten years that I, at this point, I don't even care like how it happens i just want to know that it's happening so that my family can you know feel happy and that we can just celebrate our our like well our union like the fact that we're together with the people that care about us most so like honestly i really don't care how it happens (laughs) if you do have a specific fantasy though of how you want it to happen just tell him. Oh my God! Don't make him guess. Like I had a friend who got really mad at her her fiance because he just he got stumbly and he just kind of went. So do you want to do this? And then handed her the ring, and she's like, "What?" And then they got into this huge That's kind fight. Of how my boyfriend oh. asked me to be his girlfriend. Though. And That's it, exactly what happened. Yeah, I, I, Maria has a great point. Like, tell it, him like, if, it's, if, it's if you're suspecting to... that he because it's either. It's either that or temper your expectations. Like really try to um, understand that nobody's going to get it perfect. Nobody. Because yeah. she had him um, redo oh, the ass. I don't know how many guys mob. are going to be one. I don't know. I don't think I would want to be told from Amy, this is how you should propose to me. I agree. But so that's what I'm. But, that would be annoying But they've to lived together for seven. They've known each other 10 years. They've lived. Like she may have, if she's telling him. What not to do? She may okay. as well no, guide I, him towards. Well, what yeah, to do. she's very clear yes. on what not and to do. At this point, yeah, at at this point, if I had like something in my mind, I would. I have no qualms about being totally upfront and honest about all of that kind of stuff. We've already been honest about everything that we expect out of like a partnership and like a wedding and all of that kind of nonsense. So, it's really like. I I just want, I just don't want it to be a huge fuss, basically. Like, I don't want him to make himself nervous to the point that he feels sick about it. I just want it to be like casual because we're, you know, like that's the kind of people we are. We don't like to make a big fuss about things. We like things to be just small and intimate. So as long as it's just like a low key kind of a thing, I'll be really, really happy. But if it's like something where like there's a, a rush in front of everybody, I'd I'd be so embarrassed, but it would still be obviously magical, but (laughs) it would also make me throw up. Does does every woman think about this? I'm curious. I'm asking all of you right now. I I never thought I'd get married. Is Amy going through this right now? I need to know this. No. Uh, Well, it depends on who she is. My my girlfriend. Or what's she like? She's the best. She's amazing. But I'm just wondering, like, if, I mean, she's keeping this a secret, the way she's feeling right now. If Amy's going through this right now, I mean, I I would. Listen, it's a big moment for uh, for people. You know, it's a big moment in, in somebody's life in general. And we are at the disadvantage traditionally by, you know, we are the surprisee. I don't and like. I don't like men that. Men are the surpriser. That's so true. You already have your year of anticipation, or we're like you have. Sure. But meanwhile, we're left in the dark. We like, what the fuck is it gonna happen? But I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm make. I'm giving Amy this feeling. If I am, I don't That's like that. Then, She's feeling you know this what? way. I that, would does that love mean I, it if yeah. you told her that? Well, if you don't like that, you're giving that her this feeling. To... If you do intend on like being together in the long run you could always say that you 
the tables can turn and that you're okay with it. Because to be honest, I've thought about asking him before. And I even flat out told him, I've thought about asking you before, but I knew you that you would say no, because you're not ready. And he said that that's true. So I know him that well, that like, in my case, it wouldn't have worked for me to ask him. But I think that in a couple that it could work, you know, why not be open about that too? Right. No, we're, I mean, Amy and I are open about the fact that she knows it's coming soon. So it's going to happen at some point this year. That's all she knows. But oh, is it she so burning? Exciting. I mean, I mean, I hear I'm completely honest with her about it and, and she knows it and she's excited and I'm excited yeah, too. But if it's coming within but, the coming year, not within the coming seven years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. well, Liana, will you keep us posted on, on what, you know, everything that happens and, uh, and it sounds like you have a great relationship and I'm, I'm really happy for congratulations. you. Congratulations. Yay, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you guys. And it was really a, a lot of fun talking to you all. I know that you probably have other calls to do or that you've already been at this for a while. So thanks for taking the time to talk thank to me. You I'm, on, so I'm much. such a fan of Honestly, I'm such a fan of the show. I've been listening since like probably the fourth episode and Liana, ever I love since. you. <laughs> I love you too, Anna. I honestly like when Sim called me today, I swear I was watching House Bunny. And I'm not even lying. When, when I answered the phone, I was going to be like, hello, Sim. But I didn't want to like totally freak him out from the get go. So Maria does an amazing <laughs> Gravel voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a very good gravel voice. So. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Mama. Whoa, Maria, that was awesome. <laughs> I told you. Are you kidding me? That was incredible. Good luck with marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with marriage. It'll be super fun. <laughs> but in a demon voice. Uh, wait until you hear it back. You'll laugh for sure. Um, um, can I be your translator? <laughs> um, thanks, Liana. Thanks, Liana. Thank you guys so much. And like, keep doing what you're doing, Anna. I really love your show. And it's funny because Dave Batista came on uh, Instagram live the other day and I commented that I listened to his episode like just that that day and that I loved it. And he was t- say and his response out loud was that he loved doing the show with you and that you were super sweet. And so I just wanted to say that because it was such a He's random thing we, that he even read it. my comment. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Liana. Thanks, All right. Liana. Well, you guys take care. Yeah, let us know when this happens. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll send you a message, and you know if you're you can be invited. If if it happens in Montreal, you can you can love come here. It. If it's a surprise in Vancouver, well, I guess it's closer. So, <laughs> <laughs> bye, Liana. Bye. All right, bye. Take care. Oh. Awesome. Ready to wrap this up. Right. Maria, thank you. Thank you so, so much, much for having me. It was super fun. You this are just an incredible. Will you, incredible episode. If you ever feel like coming back, will you? Oh, yes. Will you course. move in? Yeah. No, okay, <laughs> certainly. I'll move in. I mean, I feel like uh, there's a lot of cozy spots just like, in this room alone. I'm famous for my attic. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know if I trust you, Anna Ferris. And Famous comment, <laughs> attic. Do you have that an could, axe collection could, up there? I'm going to say that in the sexiest voice I possibly can. I'm famous for my attic. Oh. <laughs> what do you have? Do you have bear skills? Mm. <laughs> my attic is dark. <laughs> I think that's a euphemism. <laughs> that's um, the voice I love. <laughs> Will you do a little more? Wait, I can't do it. Uh, you can do it. You're doing it. Uh, mm, it's a little bit back here or something like this, Listen, right? I'm so grateful to have been on the show today. And it's just going to be really wonderful <laughs> to think back of what we've talked about on my way to San Marino to a steakhouse where I'm doing an open mic with my husband, Vance Sanders, and a couple other comics. In the back, the food is not free, neither drinks. FY to the eye. It's a bringer. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost did a spit take. Oh, my God. Follow us on Qualified, all social media. Thank oh. you so much. This is an incredible episode, Maria. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, thank you. Yay. 